0: hello thank you for being here and thank you for being present i'm your host and this is episode three of mellow magnifying glass podcast we all have experiences that make this life difficult and we all have intentions to vibe mellow out and enjoy life so thank you again for being here and allowing me to flow through sound to those who are open to a message or in need of a message from source so thank you source for flowing through me and i'm so excited to let you guys know that we have a guest my very first guest this is um a soul that i am honored to call my best friend and soul sister she is so strong and has made impossible life changes and has so much love to give so this is Victoria Green, and she goes by BG, but here she is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so excited, oh my gosh. I'm like all the I know, <laughs> I know. Me too. Also, I wish I could be there in person, but it's all good, because- For real. About?
0: Yeah. yeah, 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 no, so BG's tuning in from Hawaii period and i'm in cali it's the island yeah yeah yep. blue skies <laughs> sunny days you know what i'm saying yeah so i'm so excited to have you here and thank you for being willing to like share your experiences and you know let like share experiences so that other people can learn from them and take what they need from it so thank you
1: yeah definitely
0: all right let's jump into the episode specifics um, the title being the harmony of fear and trust so we're gonna be dissecting and magnifying fear and trust by defining them uh, sharing particular experiences where fear and trust were in effect and seeing these experiences through the mellow magnifying glass of course and how these two work together in harmony to help us um, live our life. So that is basically what we're gonna be doing in this episode and I'm really excited to be doing this with my best friend. And yeah, so let's get mellow. Let's start off with what is fear? According to Ralph Adolphs, the professor of psychology, neuroscience, and biology at Caltech, a Stanford graduate, and once the director of brain imaging at Caltech for five years in 08. So he defines fear in his article as, <coughs> excuse me, I quote, fear is an interviewing variable between sets of context dependent stimuli and suites of behavioral response. So um, what is
1: what does fear mean to you?
0: Fear it to me I define it simply like as a sign. I don't really if I I feel like if I put too many like words to it or too much detail to it um then there's like a trickle down effect so if i simply like keep it surface level of like fear is a sign and i just need to like like you know when you're driving down the street you like see a sign and it's just a second you don't really like hold the sign and take it with you and you're like you know what i mean you don't do that you like pass the sign you just read it and it, like that's it and you keep going you know you're like okay, there's windy roads ahead. You know what I mean? Like, okay, elephants can be crossing if you're in, you know, wherever you're at. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, that's, 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 like, how I view it. I try to keep it, like, really surface level, so. I guess to protect myself.
1: <laughs> okay, like, you would use fear as a, uh, like, you would define it as a, pro- uh, like, a protection mechanism?
0: Definitely. Yeah. How do you how would you define it
1: fear? I would define fear as a lack of certainty and a lack of control of, of knowing, really. Yeah. Of
0: knowing, to just really. Put
1: it in simple terms. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like to just put it in wow. simple terms, it's just
0: I really love that. That's, like, gives me a totally different perspective on that, like.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: That's, like, the, um, foundation of fear is, like, is, like, fearing what you don't know what's going to happen. That's, like, what I'm, like, receiving from you, you know?
1: (laughs) It's, like, uh, I I wouldn't say a lack of control. It's a lack of certainty. Yeah. And you want control of it. So it's, Ooh, like, like that. scratch that, actually. Ooh, yeah, it's, not, yeah, yeah. it's not a lack of control. Y- you want the control of having, like, the knowingness of it. But you, d- you, d- you don't have the knowingness of it. So that's why you're fearful, you know? Mm. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. That can create, like, frustration because, like, you want,
1: mm.
0: you want to control that.
1: I don't know. Like, when I define fear, like... I feel like you also have to like define like where it where it's most like prevalent I guess and I feel like when you're talking about fear like fear is always in like the past or future tense does that make sense like when you're fearful of something you're always fearful of what had happened or what is going to happen you're ne- like if you're always living in the present moment <laughs> And fear will never be present because everything yeah. just is, you know?
0: Yeah. So I'm trying to think like, um, I'm thinking of the word scared. Like, would that be like the present tense of fear?
1: No, because scared is <laughs> scared, literally the word scared is a past it's tense.
0: Past tense, right? right? Like. Yeah, I was like trying to dissect that in my brain, like, wait, isn't it like yeah? <laughs> that's really interesting that's crazy so like would you say like in you know w- if you are like fearful in the moment would you like that word would be would make sense but like so what do you like would what would
1: all right we got to break this down girl
0: yeah because like when you say that fear it won't be there if you're like always present and fear just won't be there, you know what I mean? Right.
1: But if you're always living in the present moment, yeah. there will not be fear. Like, it's yeah. it's so hard to explain, but like, and I- Let's dive deeper,
0: deeper <coughs> into, into that, that a little, a little bit, bit later. later. But,
1: but I just want to circle, circle back, back to
0: the, the definition, definition that, that Adolf, Adolf has here. here. Um, and so if we start over from the beginning fear is an interviewing variable so interviewing like when you think of that word um interview like when you go to an interview for a job you only go to meet that person see what it's going to be like and then that can be like the end of that relationship completely or it can flourish you know what i mean so it's an interview it's an interviewing variable
1: Right. Didn't really, that's like a really interesting way of like thinking about it. Actually, I've never really like thought about it like that. I really, I really like that word that they use. Actually,
0: right. Mhm. Yeah. No. It definitely resonated with me because I was like, it's not like, it's not something that's like solid and it has to be there. You know what I mean? Like, it's something that can you can just acknowledge. You know. So, and and then then it it says says, between sets of context-dependent stimuli.
1: Like, the, your family and relationships.
0: Yeah, like, it has to do with that. Like, you have context to, like, refer to. life, in
1: general, like, everything. Every experience, every age.
0: The sentence as a whole, it's saying, like, the, um, this interviewing variable between the context-dependent stimuli and your behavioral response. So, that, I just wanted to, like, you know, decode that sentence because it was, like, it resonated with me a lot. So, I was just wondering, like, you know, how are you feeling about that?
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I definitely, like, I agree. And, like I said before, like, I really like the use of that word, like, an interview yeah I feel like you kind of like with fear like it's how how I try and say this (laughs) like you you have that interaction like with everything like like you were saying like in relationships like with your significant other or like your parents and your your friends like just in life and everyday passing like with strangers and everything too like you you are an observer right like you're an observer observing things that are in front of you which is in this case of that definition the context right so you're the observer within the interview and you're observing all of this context that's passing you by that's right in front of you Um, and I feel like the common like misconception or like deception within fear is that like you're the one observing the fear you know like fear is like I don't I don't know how to describe like what I'm saying
0: I do I think that sentence that you just used that like you're the observer of fear, like I love that.
1: Right. But know, like, because I'm that sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was saying like even in that
0: um example I used earlier with like you passing like a road sign, like
1: you're yeah. the observer
0: of that road sign.
1: Right. But what I'm saying is like that is like what is interpreted within others. But it's not necessarily the case. Like I think people Mm. think like fear is something separated from themselves. Mm. I actually think that fear is like within us and like it's Mm -hmm. a part of us and it it's like it's it's the duality within us. Like I feel like we are literally consumed of love and also fear, like we have a good like balance of both within us that we need to acknowledge that's there. I feel like people tend to not acknowledge that and they separate themselves from it. Does that make sense? With them receiving it from you is that um,
0: I'm like seeing as when fear is like a part of our existence and like a part of us and so like you know like God has like this path for us and like it's a part of that path and it's a part of like um just like our like what you know whatever plan we have for our existence on earth like it like fear is a part of that right regardless so it's like inevitable to like experience that you know like it's yeah. a part of we're supposed to experience fear so that we can you know use and experience love even stronger
1: literally like you don't know what love is until you know what fear is like you have right. to there. like there yeah. there's no separation they're both one if that makes yeah. sense it's like a yin and a yang it's a balance it's literally like you need one in order to know the other you need to know the dark in order to know the light does that For make sense? sense
0: absolutely and i love that like I love your perspective, yeah fear for sure is like a really like difficult thing that like has just a huge like it's especially in our society today like it's just been installed and like ingrained into our brains to so just be fearful and I'm so sorry about the plane, and let's continue. It would be sick to start like you know. To start an understanding of like fuck being fearful, like I want to be aware, you know what I mean? Like you want to
1: be loved more than fear. fear.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, but like instead of like like naming it fear, just like name it awareness, because like you're really in the that sense, like yes, like you're feeling all the things and like you're going through um the things and trying to navigate like what you're gonna do in a particular situation and like with that um I think it's just important to like change that like word to like aware you know like being aware of like what you're feeling and what is around and you know what I mean like you're not necessarily a fearful of everything you just you're not fearful of that dog who's like barking all crazy you're just aware that this dog is barking and that's the dog
1: at the end of the day it is
0: yeah exactly you
1: give like that
0: name to it i guess yeah you you basically you definitely give weight to whatever you experience is definitely a big thing i'd like to magnify is that like you definitely like give weight to Every experience, every like, yeah, every like, every encounter, every single thing that happens, like you give the weight to that. It depends on how strong you are, how hold, how much you want to hold on your shoulders, you know? Yeah. So I think we did a really good job of identifying fear. <laughs> I think it's good play We are at a good place to jump into the next question being how do we identify fear and i just wanted to quickly say that adolf uh wrote in his article that three main responses like from the body is like freezing or immobility um increased startle which is like you have this um it's like the opposite of excitement And then the increased heart rate, which is, you know, that just shows you that you're aware. And so I just wanted to make those things clear to everybody that like, you know, those are the, if you're experiencing those things, you're probably scared.
1: (laughs) You are scared.
0: (laughs) Yeah. How do we identify fear? Like, how do we, like, how do you identify fear, VG? (laughs)
1: um so I have recently been reading this book and it's been giving me a lot of insight on just everything um and I feel like this book really touched on fear and kind of made it kind of like drew a connection within myself specifically on fear and the it, within the book, it really discusses how fear is directly correlated with thought, and um, like without thought, there essentially be no fear. <laughs> um, it, it just talks about how, like, in the beginning when you open up, I stated how like fear in relation to the past or the future, it's never in the present, right? Cause if you're in the present, you're just in the present, like nothing's going on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I feel like what brings about fear is when you have thoughts of the past or the future. So like, for example, like the example that the book uses is like uh, a person was ill For like a certain amount of time and they're really like sick and going forward like a big fear of theirs was like oh I don't want to get sick again you know so like Mm -hmm. what's bringing about that fear within themselves is thinking about a past incident that happened yeah like a memory and a memory that is old so it's in the past yeah when you think about things it like that's what causes the fear. If you just right. thinking in general.
0: Yeah, so I'm, I, like, I'm receiving that as, like, that's, like, the, um, that's the context stimuli that's, like, from uh, Adolf's, like, right. definition.
1: Really based on the past, honestly. Like, if you have a thought and you think it, that automatically turns into the past.
0: Right. And it's, it's like, you're fearful of something in the future... And then, right, but what I'm saying is, like, you're fearful of something in the future, and that's caused by these, um, like, memories from the past.
1: Right. You're... you're, It's like a thought of what has been projected into the future, but it has been, so it's in the past. Mm -hmm. Get it? I love
0: that. I love the way you put that.
1: And it's so i feel like fear ultimately like stems from thoughts and like when you think something that is what causes you to have fear of you just thinking yeah like no i love
0: the way that you put that because you know <clears throat> that can go hand in hand with like any emotion or any you know for all of our experiences but because we're dissecting fear like at like the bottom line of what you're saying is like what i'm receiving is that like f- there would be no fear if we didn't have the thoughts of like if we didn't even consider like you know what i mean like if we didn't consider yeah. the future we didn't consider the past then we would yeah. always consistently be present and right. then that would mean yeah. that fear wouldn't yes. be present, and I, oh my gosh, like, I feel like I'm finally getting a fi- full understanding of, like, what you're saying, but, like, yes,
1: I love that. It's crazy when you really think about it, like, you should really read this book. It's been, like, blowing my mind, and, like, what's I need just, like, re-reading. reading it. What's that?
0: What's the book you're reading?
1: It's called Fear of the Gnome. Fear of the Gnome. Yeah, it's by this philosopher named, uh, Jiddu Krishnamurti. And like, just it's just pure gold, dude. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. But well, what about you? How do you?
0: I identify fear. I definitely like relate really well with, um, like it really resonates with me the physical. what resonates with me from um is like the physical actual like um responses that we have I think I'm definitely like uh really in tune with my body and I like try to understand what my body is telling me in, in certain situations even like including you know my mind area and like with my thoughts like I definitely resonate with everything that you were saying about how, you know, all these memories come up of like things that you could be fearful of. Sorry about the change in audio. We're both inside now on a different day. Let's jump into what does fear tell us? And I wrote down uh, fear shows us that we expect something that may not be in our best interest that it's going to be bad or that could make us less of a person. So this is like just this is just like uh things that you know you're considering I feel like when fear arises. And this was written by an enlightened woman, Nikki Sapp, and she wrote this in her article, What is Fear Really Trying to Tell Us? So I just wanted to mention that and uh ask you, VG, like, what do you think fear is telling you? What
1: fear is telling
0: me? Yeah, like, what do you think you know, fears are telling you? Like, how I... would the fears be, like, how do fears communicate to you or what, you know, that type of thing? What are they communicating to you?
1: Um, I think, I think ultimately what fear Tells me is that it, I don't truly want to face myself mm. like my genuine self mm-hmm. as is, you know, broken and traumatized and yeah. Just all the baggage that comes with me, <laughs> within me and within myself and my, my identity or my ego. I feel like I, the fear really shows me um, my raw, authentic self, wh- who's a little bit scary. <laughs> um, and it's hard to meet her. And it's hard to love her. And yeah, it's just a lot. And I feel like fear, that's what ultimately like fear is for me. It's like just really seeing myself as I am. And that's really kind of scary for me uh, personally. Just because I feel like growing up, I really just like, I didn't really acknowledge myself, um, and I didn't really see myself, so I feel like now I'm at a place where, like, I really am looking at myself in the mirror and acknowledging myself and understanding myself and understanding what I need and understanding the love that I need, um... And I feel like fear really points that out to me.
0: Yeah.
1: And I wanna like suppress her. And I wanna escape her. And I wanna control her. But I, I can't, you know? That's yeah. the biggest thing is I have to I have to let it all go mm-hmm. in love. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I feel like that's what fear like ultimately tells us is that tells us who we are.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. To its core. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like for sure at our core, like like we were having that conversation the other day about like there's <clears throat> excuse me, a little bit of good in the evil and a little bit of evil like in the good. You know? Yeah. Like just knowing like there's <clears throat> There's like everyone has the potential of reaching this like rage, this like um level of anger that's just like you know incredibly uh, even a, a, uncomfortable for real. You know what I mean? It's like uncomfortable very uncomfortable. <laughs> no, that like really. <laughs> get to that state. You know, like whoa! Yeah, I didn't yeah. know I had this in me. I didn't even know like this is a part of me and like now I know there's something to unlearn, which is, which also makes it even more uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. But I, I definitely feel like the unlearning part is like the most beautiful thing because you get to unlearn and yeah. learn and grow uh-huh. even more
0: right cuz you got to zoom out and see that although mm-hmm. it's only super difficult if, like from like, my experience and like dealing with like um coming from a t- pretty angry like environment not mm-hmm. pretty like angry environment but just, like um like it was it, like the way i express it to my love is like um it's like every emotion was expressed with a visualization of like anger it was like
1: yeah yeah or fuck you know like it was just like uh, it's heightened up. like it's like, all like, heightened yeah it's like it, it's the and it's
0: like fucking crazy you know and it's just not that it like that's a bad not obviously it's not super great i'm just saying like that's what um you know the environment that i grew up in and i realized right. that well that,
1: that was, was your normal. normal that was literally your normal <laughs> that's all you know yeah. Yeah, and, like, also
0: knowing that, like, um, I've come to the realization that, like, it's okay to not want to be that way. Like, it's okay to not want to react that way. You know what I mean? And knowing that, like, how it affects other people and how it affects my kid and how it affects, you know, everyone around me. Like, that type of stuff. Like, it's super important to consider those things. And, like, I see that um, there's, like, a lack of consideration there in regards to, like, the environment that I was in you know what I mean? And so with the practice that I've been like, um, doing like regards to like, just, um, like that fear and like that, you know, that part of you that arises that you didn't even know, like was a part of you. Mm -hmm. And when it feels like super difficult in those moments of like, you know, and you're in the moment and you're a hundred percent aware that you're being that girl, that you're being, her like you're her right now you know what I mean like and you don't want to be her but you're her and you like and it's like you feel trapped in her and you're sitting there talking to yourself like you sound dumb you Mm -hmm. shouldn't even be saying what you're saying I know this what you're saying is hurting the other person that you're talking to there's no reason for you to even be like you know what I mean and you're talking to yourself and you're aware of it And I feel like that's for sure, like, a difficult moment, like, moments to get into when you're in your, like, unlearning phase. You know what I mean? Because you do have to sit there and be aware, like, oh, my gosh, like, okay. But each time that time arises, you're more and more aware and more able to stop it. Yeah, Nip it in the butt quicker. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay to have the flare-ups because you I, at least for me I know okay I got there Like nip it girl nip it find a way to nip it find a way to nip it like that's what yeah. I do like, yeah that's what I've
1: come to you know yeah. what I mean and the more that you become aware of yeah. everything like yeah I feel like the more that you become aware of it like it, it won't even have to get to the point of where like oh let me nip it real quick like it's it doesn't even have to get to that point uh-huh.
0: Yeah, and that's what you're working towards. Like, that's the unlearning. Right, 100%.
1: You're unlearning. This. There won't, they're, like, won't have to, there will not have to be an action out of a reaction. Correct. Like, you just won't even have those thoughts, you know?
0: Yeah, because it'll naturally, it, with practice, it'll come natural to be, like, Okay, that's not comforting, and that's upsetting, and I obviously feel offended. But I know I'm capable of reacting to, with this to this person with love and showing them love, right. and yeah. both speaking my peace and standing my ground. You know what I mean? Like, are right. you, capable yeah. of doing that. You know what I mean? And in fear, like, definitely plays a huge part in that because, especially in conversation, like, like I was saying before, like anger is just a frustration of like having a desire and you may have a desire to do something but be caught like taken back by doing it because of of, you know your past or your future yeah for sure and encountered you know an experience like we talked about before yeah and then that trickles down into you know poop but you're you're just in a poop state and you're like, "What do I do? Literally,
1: literally
0: <laughs> yeah, so and it's okay to get there, but know that you're always you can always shovel yourself.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Since we're on the topic of fear, um I really feel called to read this journal entry that I wrote, really short, sweet and simple. Um but my friend she got me um you know the we're not really strangers like little card deck have you ever heard of that before no can
0: you tell me a little bit more about it
1: yeah it's just like a it's just like a deck of cards that has like these questions on it and I guess it's a game um but it's called We're not really strangers and there's like different packs Um, It sounds really cool. It's like, you know, uniting really. Yeah, it is. And some of them go like deep and you're like, damn. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, there's like a self-reflection pack. And my friend Emma got me uh, the self-reflection pack. And it comes with like a journal. Uh, It's kind of nice because journal is like reflective and you can literally see yourself. So it's like really powerful. Ah. Um, But... Yeah, and then, like, it comes with a deck of cards with it as well, and, like, each card just has a question, and you kind of just reflect on yourself, and you uh, go through it and answer it just for yourself, and it's, and then you, like, write your answers in this journal, and it's really just, like, a really good self-reflection, um, and it's just a, a good way to be truly honest with yourself, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, yeah. So I was meditating the other day. Um, and during my meditation, I just felt really drawn to take a card and do a little journal entry. So I did. I just chose a random card. Um, and the card read, what do I keep doing that keeps hurting? Why do I keep repeating this behavior? So, I just wrote a little snippet um, and I said, I continue to close myself off to love and allow fear to take over, which in turn leads to self-doubt or self-sabotage. Unfortunately, I repeat this hideous cycle because it's a sense of control. If you, or I guess I should say I, think about it, and I mean truly dig deep, love is letting go. Surrendering to freedom is unknown territory that is undeniably scary. So for me, it is always easier to choose or want control when the alternative is so petrifying. I know I have the power to allow fear to consume me. That is the control I speak of. But if I can build it up with so much mastery at hand, and it seems to me that I can inversely tear it down with a blink of an eye. This is when all the love that I carry within and around me starts to flood. I'm uplifted and floating on top of all that is love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is so powerful. Yeah. It just, uh, I don't know. It just, it really connected to, you know, this topic and, yeah. um,
0: yeah cool. little... I just want to thank you for sharing that <laughs> you, like we have all the like listeners because like wow
1: that's incredible like
0: <laughs> that's so deep BG. yeah
1: it's just I feel like that's fear is definitely something that I've struggled with for a while Um. so yeah I I understand that it's rough <laughs> it's rough out here <laughs> My goodness. Uh but the battle is ah uh, it's enduring, and it just makes you stronger for sure, yeah, and that's like
0: definitely what makes it worth it because at the end of it, like you just come out stronger or
1: yardless, yeah, yeah. even when you're in the craziness, the craziness of it all, just remember that on the other side of it is love and that it's only going to build you up.
0: Yeah, and that's strength. hmm Correct. <laughs> so you want to ask, like, would you say, like, the general observation of fear being that fear protects us, would you, like, agree to that? In a way, like it
1: protects us. I just wonder how you feel about that. I think, on a surface level, from a certain yeah. perspective, yeah, I guess, yeah, it's like a a human nature to to sort of protect us. Is the fear? Mm-hmm. It's really ultimately hurting us. Mm-hmm um yeah for sure I think yeah. it's definitely like a defense mechanism mm-hmm. for ourselves but it's really only like holding ourself back from our true self you know right yeah and
0: our true capabilities
1: yeah for sure yeah. 100%
0: mm-hmm. and this is going. this is I feel like I just want to make it clear <laughs> this is for like going for like you know if you're obviously in a situation where your fear is a hundred percent about like your you're life talking is that when 100%.
1: involved and you're fearful of it like right. that, no hundred percent like fear that, is protecting you yeah, my god it's protecting you right you know
0: right like as that basic for sure I love that you say surface level like yeah like at that basic yeah for sure fear in that sense 100% but when I feel like when it comes to like you know our desires and our like dreams and yeah, our like, the deep shit you know, what yeah yeah like our
1: <laughs> yeah exactly
0: yeah I, I feel like fears like should be for sure like, like
1: invalid
0: but on the other hand if fears valid in the way of like um I would say, like, the physical sense. It's fearful. It's 100% to be fearful, like, you know, when you're in a relationship and being, you know, fearful. You know, if you're you're catching your man fucking on his, you know, phone doing shit and you're fearful of him doing shit, then your fears are valid because you've already seen that he's being unfaithful to speaking to other women. You know what I mean? Like, that is a valid fear. Is That's, mm-hmm. like, a surface level. Another surface level example that's, like, quite common unfortunately like that's just something that's like there right but like I was referring to like fear is just really not necessary it's almost like it shouldn't be there (laughs) right when it comes to like what we desire to do and what we like you know how we desire to love the world or heal the world like we should Mm -hmm. be fearful of all the other things that we're considering like what we look like or we don't have to be
1: super like taken
0: over and like
1: by you know, the external by you know yeah definitely a hundred percent
0: cool yeah I just wanted to magnify the fact that like fear at a surface level sure protects us it's just very important to also see that um fear is like invalid and it's invalid when it comes to those super deep thoughts and stuff like you really just gotta. It's of course it's important to s- sit with it and see what what's there.
1: Of right, hundred
0: mm-hmm. percent. We're not saying you know we're not saying like just no.
1: let it go. You know what I mean? We're saying do <laughs> do, do let it there. go, but let it go yeah. in the arms of love. Give give okay. a gigantic hug, like truly. Right like you are love give and give like it space love consuming space and beer. grace yes love. yeah yeah but you definitely have to acknowledge it or else there's no sure. way of moving forward
0: yeah and it's important with, with the acknowledgement of it it's gonna be difficult and we're trying to make it clear that you gotta magnify the fact that at the end of it you come out so much stronger like a whole different person the fact that you were even able to overcome this fear yeah that's a wrap I'm always gonna leave you with this life is difficult and we have the abilities to overcome any difficulty that we are given and on top of that every day is a blank canvas that we get to paint with our experiences and choose what we get to put on that canvas and it's very important that we choose to magnify and put on that canvas those positive things that we experience each day so i just want to remind you of that and i want to thank my beautiful bestie for being here and please come back next week on friday 7 a.m for part two, we are going to be diving into trust and dissecting that and just, uh, you know, the benefits of trusting yourself and how that will benefit your life in the long run and just, you know, trust in general. So we're going to dive into that. So get ready for that. Um, I hope you guys have enjoyed VG. She's freaking amazing. <laughs> amazing. And she's got so much light to give, so much great wisdom to share and just the absolute angel put on this earth. So, yeah.
1: Thank you for having me. Yes, please join us.
0: Period. Part two, part two. And there's going to be a part three, but this is part two. Part,
1: part two, <laughs> well, part two. <laughs> I love it.
0: Well, we're out of here and, um you know, go get Mellow. Yup. <laughs> Bye.